Hello. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. We're your hosts, David and Miriam. (laughs) (laughs) Brain scramble. That's funny. Man, I am laid out today. Oops. Dropped your hat. Yeah, tell us about it. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we went to Scott McKay, which was good. It was very good. Uh, it was a lot of driving. A lot of driving. Yeah. And then staying at the hotel and then, you know, the event and all of that. And I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I think when I go to events of any kind. You want to have a spiritual awakening. No, I've already <laughs> done that. <laughs> you want a microdose? No. Certainly not. Already done that. The thing that I want... Oh, that's what you wanted me to say. Yeah. No, the the thing that I'm expecting when we find these new pockets of people is like, oh, we're going to go there and everyone's going to be like us. Yeah, and we go there and no one's like us. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. And that's kind of it, you know? It's, know. it's just kind of like lingers and it's like, oh. But it was really cool to be around a bunch of patriots and people who yes. have so many similar perspectives on you know, all the things that we get into on the, the mass and the injection and the da 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 yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. Same. Exact same. I mean, shout out Amy Dempster. I even talked to some old guy about Bigfoot. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so there was awesome. room for everything there. But yeah, I expect to find a bunch of people who like intuition is their primary operating system. Yeah. And that's the, all they talk about. Just like us. No, this is our job. But I know I've yet to find people who are just like us doing the exact work as us. And that's because it's, this is our work and <laughs> it's our job. And we're not yeah. going to be validated externally. And we're not going to be validated externally. It's true. We just have to keep going. We do just have to keep going. So after the, after we got there, we sat, there was another event going on there too, which it sounded like it was also some sort of political event from how Scott was talking about it. Yeah. So the night before we saw Pat, uh, Patrick Howley. Oh, was from, that uh, was he? W- from National File. Yeah. And I think he was at the other event. Yeah, he was gotcha. pacing around. And I think he was at the other event. So I think there was some sort of like conservative event there at the same time. But Scott wasn't invited because he doesn't speak within the parameters of how you're supposed to do things. I don't know that Scott wasn't invited. Just uh, That's Scott- how it sounded when he yeah, was talking maybe. about it. Well, what he was saying was like the the room size and the number of tickets sold and everything. There was like 40 speakers and like they didn't bring in. Like they brought in like a fifth of the people that Scott did. Mm. And he's like, what people are wanting more than ever is like Patriot Street Fighter. They want like this scrappy, real, like he's, he's dressed fairly normally. I mean, he was wearing like a white blazer or something, but, but like everyone's there just dressed really normally. And then the other event, right? It's like, it's like polished. Like everyone wears like Mm -hmm. their dress shoes and their suits and the, yeah, it's a different feel. And he's like, what people are looking for right now is this, Yep. which I agree with really wholeheartedly. Yeah. They're looking for truth. Yeah. And there's resonance in truth, and it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Yes, it's true. You can put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. Yes. <laughs> and you can put dirt on a prince, but he's still a prince. Um, oh, okay. So, but the first night I, um, I was reading Ecclesiastes, which is before the Song of Solomon in the Bible. And I, I, I was flashing back. I remember being a kid and my brother was like, I like this book. We we're sitting at the convention of like 10,000 Jehovah's Witnesses and he was reading it and he wasn't really into the religion even back then, but he was like, oh, I like this book though. 
because uh, I remember telling him and his friends that I was going to get baptized soon, and they were like, wait till you get older, man. It's not what you think it is. And I was like, no, this is it. This is really good for me. Um, and then they were they were pretty right. But uh, anyway, I was flashback to like that moment, and then I was thinking about Ecclesiastes, and because um, I was writing about something, and then it was like the eat, drink, and be merry, and then I got led mm. to the to the book. So I was I was reading through Ecclesiastes and learning about Solomon and the perspectives and all of that. And I I've trouble I had trouble reading it and understanding. So then I read like some synopsis mm-hmm. of it, and then I went back and I was reading pieces. And I was like, oh, now I understand, and it. It was funny because it was a very similar feel to the journal entry I was writing, like a very similar mm-hmm. feel. Like the book Ecclesiastes is like like my journal entries. It's like it's like life is meaningless, and all of these people are you know doing things that bring them no joy. And mm-hmm. so, what's the purpose of life? And you know, like asking these like hard existential questions. And then the place where he comes out to is like he's like so all the all this said the the only thing that can bring lasting meaning is to fear God and keep his commandments. And then I was like, I looked into fear and then I found uh, the Hebrew word is yara, which also translates to reverential awe. Mm-hmm. So it's like have reverence and awe toward God and essentially follow, which is, I mean, it's very similar, you know, it's like acknowledge that you're a greater part of divinity and listen to what comes through and trust your intuition above else. That's essentially what he said, which yeah. is really cool. That, that That's essentially what the book of Ecclesiastes says. Um, so I read the book and I was writing. And that writing. makes more sense too with the God fearing. You know, people always talk about like the God fearing. Yeah. Fear yeah, nothing. It's, it's odd to have terror. Yeah. It, it's divinity. never made sense, but reverence and awe. Total sense. That makes complete sense. Because I guess there's something like 40,000 words in the Hebrew language or something. You know, it's like, it's oh, much smaller. Small. Mm-hmm. And then like the, the phrases and words in the English language, it's like, it's like a quarter of a million or something. It's like, it's way more, way more. So the, so some of the words don't translate as as cleanly yeah that makes sense yeah and probably with intention too yeah mm-hmm. I know. to control i know i was kind of feeling that too i was yeah. thinking of that too i was like man translating this as fear instead of reverential awe brings a whole new meaning but the fear one totally helps with the whole top-down church organizational yep. structure and yep. you know all of that so i imagine there's some of that some other things like that in the translation mm-hmm. like i'm curious if i knew hebrew how the Bible would read, mm. even mm. let alone a pieces that, you know, that m- might be missing or altered mm. or whatever. I know. I love that Scott spoke about that. Mm-hmm. That was so validating for me. Cause yeah. I mean, I cracked open this Bible, however, what at Christmas time or my birthday ish, whenever mm-hmm. my mom sent it and I cracked it open and it was just like, there's shit missing. This isn't true. This isn't right. Wait, what? Like every step of the way, I'm like, no, like my, my truth siren is just going off. Cause I'm like, yeah. this isn't fucking true. It feels yeah. like huge chunks, like chunk, like it's like, mm. it's like you're reading like a redacted, like Jeffrey Epstein fucking thing. Oh, that's funny. Where you just see like three words and then everyone's like, Oh, this is the way it's like, no, mm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how Scott started his speech. Essentially, was talking about yes. the Bible. Yeah, that's true. So Ecclesiastes, am I saying that right? Yep, Ecclesiastes. Yeah, so I went into that, and then he wrote a, a little journal entry. Um, I could probably read it. But yeah, I don't know. I've just been in this kind of this odd place, just kind of feeling everything, and you know, we're we're gearing up for our move and all the things. This morning, Dove is just flapping all around. <laughs> Our, near our bird feeder trying to get on and get some sunflower seeds but yeah anyway the, all of that's a long story to say i've been feeling kind of weird and in this like 
exploratory place where I'm like, okay, we're in this move. We're, we're kind of back in this place where there's so much uncertainty. And every time I come to this place, I'm like, man, is soul legitimate? Like, is this path that we're taking legitimate? Like there's always this, the same yeah, line of questioning time. that we've had, I mean, probably a dozen times. Yeah. Ridiculous. That Every single time. Every single time. You do something similar. I do something similar. Yeah. And I imagine it comes up so we can solidify in it even deeper. I think so. And when I check in, when I checked in with B, was it last night? So I was just feeling crappy. I was like, what's here in all of this? And he was like, he's like, yep, just feel it fully and acknowledge all of it fully so that when it does work out, you'll remember. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. But why but, didn't you remember from all the other times it worked out? Like, why does our body have amnesia? Yeah. So this is actually, this is something I've been thinking about the past maybe three hours or something. Because I think the, when it first starts out, there's a bunch of other shit that we're also doing to ensure our safety. You know what I mean? Like there's like all the things kind of get whittled away. Mm. Like it's like, oh, okay, well I'm not going to work as hard, but wow. So I can work a little bit easier and things are still going to work. Okay. And the next time it's like, oh yeah, I work even less or don't do this thing or don't do that mm-hmm. thing, you know? And it's like, it's kind of whittling away at all the things we think we need to do mm-hmm. in order to survive and to be okay. And if it were to all go away all at once, I think we would feel so overwhelmed that it'd be very difficult to be actually choose that. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like this opening of like, Hey, this can be a, a little bit easier if you let it be. Mm-hmm. And then you trust it. And I'm like, wow, that actually worked. Mm-hmm. But I think it's this progressive series of things. My understanding is that it's different every time. Yeah. It's completely different circumstances. Yeah. And I imagine body will find like, even if it was the ex- almost like nearly identical set of circumstances, body would still be like, yeah, but this time's a little bit different because mm-hmm. mm, now you, you live in this house this time. Mm-hmm. Last time you were in Seattle and it was uncertain. This time you're in Round Rock and it's uncertain. It's, totally. it's, it's very different circumstances. According to body's intelligence, it's totally. like, no, 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 this is absolutely different. You must panic. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, so that's one reason, right? And I think we've talked about that before. The other thing I've been thinking about is I'm, I'm actually really perplexed. I'm rather perplexed at this reply from B. Um, I was asking about Ashtar Command and Galactic Intelligence. One second. So what, yeah, what I got in last night, because I was thinking again about the Bible. I've been really exploring the yeah, Bible again. It's cool. It's right Certain here. little pieces. Yeah, it is over there. Pick it up anytime. Mm-hmm. But I use the online version. I'm more of like a a read pixels than read paper kind of guy. (laughs) But so Jeremiah 10, 23, I was looking at it. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. It's the King James version. So the, the man can't rule himself idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I wanted to know where that was. So we talk about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And to me that tracks, but it's funny because I'm actually going to the Bible to find pieces that, reiterate what I already know and I'm getting, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a very different way of exploring this. Like I feel like most people go to the Bible and they're like, Oh, what can I learn today? I'm like, Oh, I've, I've learned this. Where's this in the Bible? All that aside, I was like, okay, what's here? And they said, breathe, breathe, breathe. Where normally they say breathe and settle in. Mm. It was just breathe, only breathe. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, what's here? And they said, notice your internal world, the spin, the lingering feeling that something is deeply wrong with this moment in time. Take it all in. So when it works out, you remember how it felt to feel as though it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about that and that's been kind of landing over the past, I mean, I guess what, maybe 13 hours or 14 hours. This was early. 
in the morning. But take it all in so when it works out, you remember how it felt to feel as though it wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I think there's an element of that too. Like if we don't take it in, you know what I mean? Right. Like if we aren't present with it or if we're scrambling or we're, or we're overly yeah. spinning, but like it's it's a complete just kind of distraction to get through it, mm -hmm. then we're not going to remember it as much. Yep. So I think there's elements of being able to feel that and acknowledge it so that the actual experience can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense too is another reason why body has amnesia. Yes. So so yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I was thinking is the other reason. Like it's like watching like just the second half of a magic trick, you know? Mm -hmm. Like he pulled, is this your card? Like I don't fucking know. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't remember. I was I was like looking over there because this magic trick was so fucking uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think there's an element of that too where like our, our awareness has to build over time to be able to acknowledge what's even happening. Because yep. that's a really big stretch to go, there is this non-physical force that one in a thousand people even acknowledge is real. Is that the stat? I don't know. I'm making shit up. That's it okay. feels like that sometimes. Okay. So does Bill Gates. He lies with statistics. It totally feels like that sometimes. <laughs> it's, a, it's an Ecclesiastes reference. Well, whatever to, it Actually, is. funny enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people not acknowledging it as real. But yeah, so very few people, very I think, acknowledge, okay, oh yeah, soul and intuition are are more valid than anything that I'm coming up with internally. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very unique understanding. Yeah. So we haven't popped but off to, yet, guys. to one, be able to even acknowledge <laughs> that, and then two, to be able to live the experience of it and go, so since it's more valid, I'm going to bet my life on it, even in this deep uncertainty where it doesn't seem like things are going to work out okay, because this intuitive understanding sees something that I don't you know like mm -hmm. that that's a, a really tough circumstance to be in but then to also be in that and to live the entire experience and to notice and to actually acknowledge what's happening within that it's, I think it's like triply hard so I think there's yeah I think that's another reason why the amnesia is because it's like it's just so fucking hard to be with mm -hmm. so it changes a little bit every time and it's yeah. peeling off new layers but we're also i think learning to engage with it more and to recognize like oh yeah this is just my body freaking out it's mm -hmm. totally i can engage fully with this i can fully watch my body freak out yeah. it's actually really helpful to acknowledge that i'm freaking out so that when it works out i had the full memory and recollection of freaking out yeah. you know it's like that whole so it's yeah. not like oh i always knew that it was going to work out it's like yeah did you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I was there. Like the intuition was always there, but yep. what were you feeling in yep. the experience? What, where was the misery and uncertainty mm -hmm. and fear and doubt? Like how much can we acknowledge that when we're going through it? I think that's another element of it. That's mm. really, uh, sucky yeah. to be with, but I think that's an element of what's happening even now. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? You want me to read you my journal entry from the hotel? Sure. Is that helpful? Yeah. I mean, I feel That's like the people would like it. Yeah. They love your journal entries. Okay. People are nosy. They want to know the inner workings of David, the That's channel. True. That's true. Um, oh, and then we can talk more about the, uh, the event. Yeah. Okay. So I've just been wanting our business to like be further. You know what I mean? Because if our business was further, then all this uncertainty wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's a degree of that. It's like, 
oh, well, if we could just like throw money at stuff and solve it, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have this circumstance that's incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So there's also an element of like feeling like this works really good. What we're doing is really helpful mm-hmm. and it's like really precise and really articulate and really comprehensive. And like, there, there's so many elements. It's like, why, you know, like, where's that opening? Like, yeah. isn't it, wouldn't it be helpful for this work to get out further? Like what, what about today right now? Is it not ideal for our work to get out further? You know what I mean? Like this, mm-hmm. I, I like sit in this like kind of tension with soul and I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. like I get, I'm, I'm going to do what's here, but like, I don't mm, like, can you explain or like, you know, like mm-hmm. there's this like, Oh God, this is so confronting. Yeah. I know it makes my throat jam up. Just you saying that. What? Just the tension of it. Yeah. The tension. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So what I, so I was writing and they were like, just write. I was like, okay, cool. And then I thought I was going to write a post or something, but instead I wrote about my feelings, which I love. It just feels <laughs> great. So I said, what's most confronting me right now is the degree of fame and wealth that I feel possible and yet feel so far from at times. There are other times where I feel unusually close to this version of our business that helps a significant sum of people. Sometimes I just simply don't know what to do or how to make it all work. I don't trust. I lose faith in the very things we teach. Trust you probably yourself. said you need to manifest harder, huh? Yeah. Or get your that, That's coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. So sometimes I simply don't know what to do or how to make it all work. I don't trust. I lose faith in the very thing we teach. Trust yourself. Keep going. But to where and for what? Is soul a legitimate way of being? Is any of it real or valid? It's increasingly difficult to stay tethered in this world. The cynical perspective is by far the easiest to access. Hundred. Everything is meaningless, so why not have a good time? Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we shall die. And yet, there's something profoundly potent that pulls me forward into the uncertainty of continuing down a path I do not control and rarely understand, never in its entirety. God is and must be real. Soul is a legitimate way of being, and it's nothing new. This realization and the totality of the sequence that leads to it is also nothing new, just rarely spoken and even more rarely embodied. This is Ecclesiastes reference out of a thousand men i found only one to be righteous foolishness is all too common yet maybe that survey of righteousness if taken today would be higher maybe wisdom is not so isolated as it once was i worry about fame and wealth as if those metrics have ever meant anything what has always mattered to me the most is that i'm aligned and walking in truth what worries me in my weakest moments is not the fame and wealth at all but that what life is demanding of me won't arrive that it won't be taken care of and what i need to continue onward that the trust is in itself impossible. If I cannot go further with soul, is soul legitimate? Is any of it real at all? If I cannot go further with soul, should I do something else? That's the worry, not the metrics that I wish to find safety and control within. And yet, isn't it also possible, likely even, that just like every other time, what is ideal will continue coming? That there is, in fact, a path forward with and by divinity? It seems far more plausible that I simply cannot see the way forward from my limited vantage point than the devastating idea that there isn't a path at all. If fame and wealth are here, when? They will be. But the search for... (laughs) Sorry, I got confused. No, that's right. If fame and wealth are here, they will be. But the search for either is futile and hollow. Mm. What I'm searching for is never the cognitive metrics of a destination reached. What I'm searching for is a feeling of safety and peace that can only come from trusting the process even in the uncertainty. That which I must control for its fruition will never come to be. 
that which is divinely orchestrated will certainly arrive even in total blindness. Mm-hmm. So that's a good post. Thanks. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah, and like I said to you in the car, I still is pinging in again. It's like yeah, tell me. <laughs> you need to hear it again. The <laughs> fame and wealth, like I think. I think those of us that feel that the truth in that for ourselves and the people that feel it for us holler um, (laughs) (laughs) and they feel it for themselves as well. It's not, it doesn't feel like it comes from this. It basically just feels like it's already what's coming. We've been shown what's actually here for us. Yeah. And there's all this tension in the in between. Yeah. So I think, I I think what you're feeling is, is on its way. It's just, yeah, a matter of when. Yeah. So this was at the hotel. And then the next night, once we got back, I was laying in bed. It was like 11. I was wiped out. I was was ready to go to bed. Yeah. This was last night. Yeah. But I was ready to go to bed, wiped out, laid down. It was like hard for me to even get up and brush my teeth and then come back. And then I laid for probably 20 minutes and then you were passing out. Yeah, I was done. And then I sprung up, you know, sing. And then I came out here and then was kind of like writing and being in all the tension again. Um, But the thing that was like playing over and over and over in my head before it like popped something and then I got up and started writing was I was hearing the question that I would have asked at Scott McKay. Mm. But it was, there was a, man, it's, it's almost like there was an embodiment that I, it doesn't fit in my body. It's like I was feeling how far I am from where I'm ultimately going. Mm. Does it make sense? What was your question? Is this the same original question you... It is the same original question. Okay. But the the version of me asking compared to how I felt at the event... I see. Well, because it feels like there's an ulterior motives... Ask your question so it they know. Like there's ulterior motives. Yeah. If you were to ask that question to Scott yesterday, it feels yeah. like it, it wasn't, it was mostly pure, but it wasn't a hundred percent pure. And that's probably why you weren't called to ask it. Yes, I agree. I do agree. I do agree. But there's this like. Tell them your question. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Tell the people. They must know. I'm looking out for you guys. Getting all David's intel. Okay. <laughs> so essentially, it's like, hey, Scott, I'm David. My beloved Miriam and I came from Austin today. Oh, and I point over to you. Oh, God. So cheesy. Uh, and, <laughs> and then I turn red. Yeah. So then it's like, we run a spiritual education company that helps people to trust their intuition. Uh, my question is this. I've been in contact with a benevolent ET being for about five years now, and I'm deeply curious whether or not the plan, in quotes, it's not in quotes, but when I say it, but you would when do I wrote air it, quotes. It was, okay. uh, probably not. Or you would just say the plan. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm deeply curious whether or not the plan and military intelligence is utilizing benevolent ET civilizations as a piece of their efforts to move things forward in a positive way for humanity. That's essentially the question, mm-hmm. but it was running through so many different times. So I was checking in because I had that question. And I was genuinely curious about it, but there's also this element of like, there's also this element of like one acknowledging what we do in front of a lot of people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? There's that element of it. Yeah. And there's like a nonchalance to it. And there's like, there's there, I don't know. It's this like multi-layer. There's two very different versions of me that would ask that question. Yep. You know what I mean? I feel that. And the, the one that was capable of having a legitimate conversation about that. In front of a whole room. Probably like in front of like 500 people or whatever. Yeah. Plus it's like online people. It's like not. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's probably way more. <laughs> it's it like wasn't there. I like couldn't access. I couldn't access it. And it was it was like reflecting on that of like, man, I feel this version of me coming online and it's not quite there yet. That too was like, ugh, mm-hmm. frustrating, but also like relieving in a weird way. Just the acknowledgement of like what's still coming and what's still happening. Yep. Yep. So, well, and it's, it's challenging too. So just for more layers to this conversation. So when people got up to ask questions, I was annoyed. Yeah. I fucking, okay. Am I going to be, how honest is Miriam going to be? I'm going to be really honest. So I personally am not a fan of questions on channel nights. I don't fucking like it. I'm there for the transmission. I think majority of the time people's questions are fucking stupid i think they need to use their own access i think they need to check in i think they need to trust what they're getting (laughs) like that's like genuinely how i feel sometimes i have a hard time keeping a straight face okay cat's out of the bag yeah but the reason why we do have questions let's let's finish this and then we'll come back the reason why we do have questions is because there are elements of the teaching that are much more helpful to teach into someone's experience than to teach cognitively and when we can think back to a channel night and go oh yeah like remember when so-and-so remember when so-and-so asked that question like wow that's so that's so relevant to what i'm feeling right now i think that happens often yes but it's compartmentalized different and it's easier to remember yes and it's easier to like really understand when b's teaching into someone's experience. So that's why we ask questions, not to answer people's questions, but so the whole transmission and teaching can come through in a way that's really easy to understand. And that like lasts in the memory a little bit longer. But yes, I understand, but I understand what you're saying. There's, there's lots of Q and A's that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I, I, yeah, I I don't know why, like, yeah. And now people are probably going to be scared to ask questions and be like, oh, Miriam's judging me. Well, you're probably right. So (laughs) (laughs) I probably am. It's so fucking helpful. But and then I also am of the same perspective of like or other side of the perspective, I guess, of like seeing how helpful the question is. And like there's a there's always like a theme of questions that people are asking and then it teaches into a bigger concept. And people in the comments are like, oh, my God, I was feeling the same way. Thank you for asking that question. Because other people are 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 pulling through the words for they're just pulling on other pieces of the feed, too. Yes. So, yes. What I like about Matt Kahn's style of transmission is there is no Q&A and it feels really clean to me because not that it feels dirty when we do channel nights, I'm not saying that, but there's a cleanliness to the transmission when like, there's no, like, no, no, because I don't want to hear about, I don't want to see someone get up to the mic and to sob about all their fucking woes in their goddamn life. When all they need to do is sit down, sit, shut the fuck up and pull it, pull through your own feed, pull it. You can. Yeah. And in different (laughs) settings, like in a larger conference style setting, I doubt we would have Q and a definitely not. Definitely not too much energy to manage. 
Yeah. It's too, it's too like, it's, it's like up and down. It's, it muddles the field. Yeah. And then people yeah. want to challenge shit and they want to get all snarky snark. And there's just, it's weird fucking shit and everyone's offering their opinion. So at Scott McKay, you know, people get up and they want to give him things and take his picture and you know, whatever. There's that element of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's all the other questions that people are just completely hopeless and have no idea what to fucking do. And then there's that element. There's just like... It, I was like, where are the real fucking questions? And I, I was, yeah. I looked at David and I was like, are you going to ask something? Cause I knew because every time we go to anything and he stands up and asks a question, it fucking disrupts the whole field and shit gets real. Cause when we went to Danielle Laporte and people were talking about what they love to see one, what the fucking message was, was like, Oh, it's such a relief to see men doing yoga. I was like, oh my God, this is where we're at. This is the caliber of person that's in this fucking room that we're celebrating men doing yoga. Fuck off. Where's the real goddamn questions? Where's the real curiosity? Where's the real conversation happening? And then you stood up and she asked, what gives you hope? That was the question. What gives you hope? And they said, men doing yoga. Come on. Mm -hmm. And then when you said, scope. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she said, like, what makes you feel defeated? Or she, what did she ask? She asked it the other way. Same, yeah. And you said scope. Yeah. And she did not know what to fucking do with you. Good. Because you made the room fucking think. And I knew, I knew. And same thing when we went to Liz Gilbert and you got up there and you asked her about her channel and she didn't have a fucking clue because she thinks she organizes note cards. That's how she thinks she brings through these powerful potent life-changing books for people is not through an intuitive channel and access is through organizing note cards that her college professor taught her how to do come the fuck on you asked a real question she couldn't fucking be with it you make the room think so I was like what is what is David gonna ask but I didn't feel anything I couldn't I didn't feel anything drop in and I'm listening to this barrage of questions in this line and nothing is hitting and then I'm trying to think I'm like what would I ask what's my question and of course I'm such a fucking slow late processor that I get my question Mm -hmm. when we're like on the ride home I'm like I would have asked what would you say here that you don't say on YouTube Mm-hmm. And also, what's what's the tea with Hitler? Yeah. Like that's, that's, and that shit feels like it's fucking real. And we get to have a real discussion because we're there for the transmission of Scott McKay. We're not there to hear about Sally and her woes of how she can't help the children because she's fucking mm-hmm. sobbing her mm-hmm. eyes out every goddamn night. Sally, get your shit together. Play your fucking music. Do what you're here to do. And the children will come and you'll be able to work with them. But right now, you're a sloppy mess. And Scott can't solve that for you. We're here to listen to him. And that's how I feel about channel nights with you and B. Like we're here to listen to your transmission. I don't always, I don't want to hear it. I don't know why I'm so passionate about this right now, but it's just Mm -hmm. coming out. Mm -hmm. Like I would rather that channel nights get cut short and we just, we get the transmission and we go. Like done. You want more access to be than fucking get your wad of cash out, get your fat stacks out. Yeah. Well, did not know I was going there. I'm sweating. At some point we'll have to transition. uh, We'll have to transition and do that. There's a, there's a certain scale where we have to transition and do that. And it's actually not much further. Yeah. It's not much further. 
there's only so many questions that we can be with and there's only there's this very specific style of container like in a tight-knit container where everyone's deeply connected to their intuition which is really what we have right now when mm-hmm. you have a tight-knit container where everyone's deeply connected to their intuition the questions that get to ask that got to be asked are essentially just an well they're real they're yeah and they're an extension of the transmission right it's what i talked about but there's a scale where that doesn't happen anymore yeah, yeah. and in that in that scale, we probably would have a like a, another channel night or like some sort of, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what we but, would do. But to your question about Scott McKay, if you were to go up there and ask that about our government agencies working with benevolent beings, it, the thing about it is the answer is yes. The answer is a resounding fucking yes. And we know that because we have access. So we don't have to ask the goddamn question. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're diving into it today, right? I mean, like we were just listening to. To Gene Decode and right? that's, Nick. That's a further something. exploration of the exact same thing yeah. that we were asking anyway, right? Or that I would have asked anyway. And I know that. And there's also an element of like, it's just, there are all of these openings that I feel for this work that I can take that aren't fully here to grow this work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I well, always feel that. And I that's know. the other piece. That right? was the piece that didn't feel pure because it felt like if you did go up and ask that question, it would have been more about us and getting exposure yeah. than and people yeah. coming to talk to us after. Oh my God, what do you guys do? And like, blah, blah, blah. they were already talking to us before. Yeah. I know, but it, it wasn't there. No, it wasn't. It wasn't there. So and I, I so appreciate that that's you. That's your precision. That's how clean you keep your fucking channel. That's true. Like Gene Decode is talking about why he doesn't channel is because people, people mess up different words and it means different things. Yeah. That was the first thing I had to get into. The first thing was expanding my vocabulary. Yes. It was really hard. Really, really. Hard. I felt like my IQ had to be like 10 points higher to channel. Yeah, probably. They, they fucking stretch the shit out of me. And you don't bring through things that aren't actually here to bring through in your channel and in real life. Yeah. Because yeah. that you getting up there and asking that question felt so much more self-serving than actual truth of what we already know to be true that yes, the military is working with galactic intelligence. Of course they are. If we can do it on our couch in our sunroom, yeah. <laughs> then they are absolutely working yes. with benevolent beings. And the only setting that I would want, because I actually do want to have that conversation with him, but the only setting that I would have that in was, it wasn't on, it wasn't going up in front of a bunch of people and no. asking that question. No. Because it's a back and forth conversation. Yes. I want to be able to have this conversation of like, hey, based on what you're seeing, because actually I'm really curious about the logistics of it. Yes. And what he knows and whether or not that specific, right, whether, whether Q or whatever, military intelligence, whether White yeah, Hat's I, a, a group of. He says a group of 10 and five are off planet. Or something like that. He always okay. refers to that. Okay. Yeah. Which I fully so, believe. That so makes yes, so much sense. So yes, whether or not there are individuals working at a high capacity that are working. And then, and I want to know more, right? I want to know more details yeah. about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, what are they working with? Does it have a name? Like, is it a, is it one of the weird fucking councils? You know, it's like, what, like what, mm-hmm. you know, I want to know how much he knows on all of that. And then I want to be able to link it back to intuition so this conversation actually continues because i want to say then i want to be able to say okay cool so given that given everything that's come through my channel this larger network of divinity everyone has access to it and it's being delivered through intuition Mm -hmm. what this means is that when you make a decision that is light 
and true, yeah. you are helping that larger plan. So the thing for people to do isn't any singular action. Right. It's not a specific recommendation. It's not a strategy. Mm-mm. For any individual person and that's right. that's where i think this movement starts to lose some of its gas is it's like yes. oh but i don't know what you do sally like maybe you don't go run for for city council like yeah. you, you probably wouldn't get in you know yeah. it's like okay but what do you do mm-hmm. it's like oh you have all these gifts coming online yeah. and you don't know what to fucking do with them you know yeah. it's like, okay cool so let's let's teach you yep. and really everyone how to hone into their intuition dial into what's actually yes. light and true because if military intelligence is working with beings of light that means beings of light just means they're connected to large orchestration mm-hmm. The very same orchestration that everyone has access <laughs> yes. to, which means if you want to help this yes. light happening on the planet, you have to do your thing. Yes. Exactly yes. what you're already getting through your intuition. And there is no better thing that you could be doing other than, so for some people, it's going to be literally just sit with the tension of your life and let everything break. Mm-hmm. That is helping the plan. Yes. Right. And that's, that's Thank the you. connection that I want to be able to make. And I want to be able to have that conversation with Scott, like explain that fully if he doesn't already get that know yeah. that and oh, then be like okay cool right, right and then it's like, okay cool so now now like now i want to hear what you have to say into that yeah but it's so much context such yes. a long conversation yes it's probably 20 30 minutes into a yeah. conversation where we yeah. get to the point where like i'm like okay cool now i want to know specifically what you have to say about this and then and then like i almost I, like i want to work with him even you yeah. know and it's like okay, let's translate this into action then how do we tell people this yes how do we get them to listen to their own intuition and right that's that's the kind of shit that i want to be able to yeah. get into and i think that's what i was feeling to a degree last night too was like man there's like it's just circumstances and it just wasn't there but there's also there's a there's an embodiment and there's all sorts of things that i there's there's this energy that i felt coming through that it's like oof like it's it's just a little bit too big for me to articulate yeah in, um, especially in those moments yeah uh oh i feel like only in a setting like that if we were one-on-one or you were one-on-one or two-on-one or whatever, if we were in a smaller group and there was more space, but I mean, Oh, certainly. Yeah. You can absolutely transmit, but it's, it's different. Like, and it it was different too. I mean, we're standing in line with all of these people and Mm -hmm. it was an experience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really all I have to say about that. It's just an experience. Like, it's a lot of energies. It's a, it's a fuck ton. And not that that's going to stop you from transmitting and bringing through what you're here to bring through. But there is like, there's a precision and there are factors that are getting weighed into all of this, mm-hmm. like factors you can't even see. And, and souls like, no, 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 taper back, like, like pull back a little bit Yeah. for, for good reason. It's true. Because there's a vantage point. Like who, I don't know, you know, it's uh, however we look at it, but like, there have been points when you've channeled and transmitted and people have gotten completely blown out and it's okay. I'm not, it just has happened. It's just a lot of fucking energy. Yeah. You bring through a potency and you have a presence that is fucking magnetic and people listen when you talk. So it makes sense that you feel the bigness of it because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You just feel what's already coming online. That's true. And I imagine like, it's so funny. I imagine like one conversation with Scott or whoever, however this, whatever this, for the sake of this conversation, one conversation with Scott about this. Next time we go to his event, you just get up and you ask him, you ask him something even different, you know, and you're such a, 
you're such an antenna for the room and can yeah. transmit so many different things in so many different ways so people can understand it. That's such a gift that you have as David and as David as a channel. Yeah. You can articulate and reflect things back to people like no one else. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I just feel so their soul. There's a lot happening. Yeah. I mean, even when we were talking to that woman in line, you said something about, I think it was vaccines or something. And There's, there was so much coming through for her. It was ridiculous. There wasn't really space to talk about any of it, but there was so much point. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. We're that's have what, a fucking session right now. That's what like, happens to you. I know. I know. And it's, it's really the same thing for Scott. And when I really think about it, it's like, the question that I wanted to ask is driving toward the direction of, of something that I'm feeling coming online, even for Scott, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's his own individual spiritual awakening that, yep. that you can feel teetering when he talks to certain people, when he talks to Michael Jaco and stuff, yep. you know, when yep. he's like, he's like, Oh, I'm, wait, I'm intuitive. It's like, yeah, you're, of course you're intuitive. You got and you hearing here, more about his story and all of those yep. things that he told, I was like, what you are describing is that you listen to your intuition above everything else, yes. regardless of the cost. Yes. And that's what got you there. Yes. And you were the, the thing that you describe as chasing enlightenment and chasing wisdom. You were, you were deeply dedicated to light and divinity, even when no one would get it. Yep. Like, and you were so deeply dedicated to being yourself in the world, regardless of what anyone else thought. Right. Like that's the thing that was really Poor, happening. Homeless, here. no money, whatever the fuck it didn't doesn't fucking matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yep. matter. So that's like, oh, so I feel God. those themes coming online, right? And I think it's it was the same with Elizabeth Gilbert when I was there. I was like, oh, like, oh, she's she just channels this stuff. So, so I was like, oh, like, let's talk channel to channel about your feed. And she's yeah. like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, essentially <laughs> she, it was like. She walked away. She like, she was like walked close to you to listen. And then you asked her your question. And then she like turned around with her mic and like walked to the <laughs> other side of the stage and then turned around and came back. She like, it was, she doesn't even see it. Yes. Yes. So like the, yeah. Yeah. That I, 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 I'm always pushing the edges of things. Yes. And I don't realize it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I don't realize how much that's actually happening. Cause it's just what I'm getting. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is what I'm getting. It's like, so, it feels it's, so, so, clear, obvious. It's, so obvious. Yeah. it's just what's here. Uh -huh. But it's like, it's right at, at really everyone's individual evolutionary edge. And there's not always, there's not always room for it in those mm -mm. settings and those circumstances and right. whatever in their, in their space. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's where I went. <laughs> we did, this is a total side note, but we yeah. did meet a real life troll, um, in the comment section. You know how there's always a troll. Oh yeah. That's we, funny. we stood behind one. Yeah. It was just kind of funny that they really, David's like, oh, I didn't know they like really existed in human embodiment. Yeah. It was really, really funny. She was just we complaining about everything. Quick. Yeah. And it was the same, it was the same like terrible conversation that was in the comment section in his actual feed. Oh yeah. And I looked through it and uh -huh. I was like, oh man, these people are like, what are they even talking about? This yeah. is ridiculous. Cause he had like a VIP, um, Dinner. he had a VIP ticket. Oh yeah. 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 
and then people were like complaining about like, aren't we all very important? And like, it's like, that's just the fucking name of the ticket. Like, right. Just, like look out into the business world. This is right. it's a very standard name for things. Yes. Like this, this isn't anything <laughs> yeah, she, new. She's like, oh, not feeling it. Aren't we all VIP? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're like, <laughs> fake smile, laugh. I was like, this yeah, lady's yeah. kind of weird. And then, um, it was, it was starting an hour later and David's like, oh yeah, we got an email. He sent it out around like eight 30 this morning. They're going to start an hour late. Oh, who checks their email at eight 30? Oh, oh, she's just like, could yeah, not be bothered. Yeah. I, was I was like, like oh, can, I was like, can we get out because of line? Because I thought people only complain like that in the comments section. <laughs> no, Do you know what I mean? Like I, I haven't, I haven't been around someone like that in a very long yeah, time. No, she's the, very the physical time. embodiment of the comment section. She's, yeah. You think yeah. that's her soul's essence? No, I don't. I don't actually. <laughs> Although it'd take me a while to pull it. It'd take me a while. Yeah, it was a, it was a little, really here little muddled. I feel kind of bad that I got fiery about channel nights. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's totally fine. I understand. I understand. But I mean, I'm just standing behind what we're doing. I know. Because I can feel it internally. If it wasn't there... Well, we wouldn't of do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it wasn't helpful for people, we wouldn't do it. I know. It. I guess I'm just poking the, the hole so we can pop through it when it's time <laughs> to, oh, to yeah. stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's certainly a there's certainly a um a kickover point. There's a point where it's it's better to just teach into all the things that are there as they come up. Mm-hmm. So there there'll just be little pauses. So it, it'll it'll transmit and then be essentially a scan a little bit. Yeah. And it'll just you know. And he's doing it all the time anyway. I, f- I feel it all the time. There are moments like in between sentences where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like this little fucking radar thing goes out. <laughs> like or it's like he's like reading a screen or something. I don't I don't know how it works. I don't know how their tech works. I don't know how any of it works. But yeah, I'm feeling like check in with things. Yeah. You got coffee grounds in your mouth? No. Um, I don't know what that is. Hmm. I, I mixed in collagen and my protein powder and my mm-hmm. coffee. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a little thick at the bottom there. But yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I always say my bitchy thing and offend people. And then I guess, I don't know. I guess that's just kind of how I roll. I'm like, how offensive can I be? And how far will people orbit out? <laughs> that's kind of, I don't know why I do that. Uh, well, you take extreme stances. It was actually what I was going to tell. Um, I also had this, because the entire thing played out from start to finish. I mean, getting up and then going. And then I would talk to, what's that guy's name? Baby Trump? Oh yeah. That, oh my God. He is? was checking you out hard. Is he gay? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I don't know what his sexual preference is. Oh, well, but, what did you mean by he was checking well, you he out was, hard? He was just checking you out hard. He was like, I and you. He was a former Chip and Dale's dancer. Um, and he definitely knows how to work a room and he's got shiny shoes. Oh, but he yeah. was a former Chippendales dancer. That's yeah. funny. I was like, man, this guy can dance. Oh, he's yeah. He's jacked and he was like really getting it. I know. I know. He's such a good dancer. <laughs> yeah, he's shit. former Chippendales. And now he's like Christian. And yeah, his whole life has kind of changed. And Funny, funny. Yeah. And he, when they were in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the last Patriot type event with Lynn Wood and, you yeah. know. Um, did he also he was there and he went to Scott and he was like um, Scott you need security like because mm. he saw that Scott was just fucking infiltrated with people wanting pictures and wanting to talk and like everyone was like Scott McKay like even yeah. though there were other people speaking and yeah. Scott was like kind of taking away attention from what was happening yeah 
Um, so oh. baby Trump decided to be security and to have um, security. To, well, just to help. Like, yeah, that makes and, sense. and I think he huge. also saw it as a business decision too of like, Hey, you need, we need to keep this momentum going. Like you need to have yeah. something in your, in Dallas, like, Mm, like yeah, he yeah, was yeah, he yeah. really and, and i think scott needed that like kind of push yeah that and, makes sense yeah and he's obviously a showman he has no problem putting on an event yeah so anyway but it was funny well so he it's was, cool the he was like zing the reason why i brought David. him up was because when i in this vision of all of this playing out um i went up and i was talking to him first because he talks to everyone oh yeah yeah and then i was going to tell him it's funny. I, I just heard myself transmitting uh-huh. and it was like, it was like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, I really appreciate you. Like you're, you're like jacked, charismatic, like really happy. You bring a lot of excitement to the room. And then there was this, and then it was like, okay, pause, 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 pause. And then there was the second wave that came through and into that. And it was like, it was like, yeah, like it's almost like you get, you, you take the excitement to an extreme, which actually gives people permission just to bring their their own hesitation and social anxiety to just normal. Mm. So by your anchoring in the extreme, you actually really allow the whole room to open up into normal. And then once everyone's opened up, you actually really, really settle down and you're really grounded and chill. So like, thanks for doing this as the oh, service cool. that you do. You yes. know, that's essentially what I was going to say. Oh my God, it's so true. It's, it's, the, it's the core role he played in the whole room. Yeah. Which made it, which made everyone else really calm and yeah. open and all of yeah. that. Um, but the reason why I then brought that up was because I feel the same thing for you, but with triggers and we talk about this all the time, right? But you'll, you'll press out deep into whatever trigger you feel into the room. And it's the same thing. Like by, mm-hmm. by holding such an extreme in peace, you just kind of like say it and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't fucking know. This is what I'm getting. It like you, you like rip past far past the point of trigger to yeah. the point where it's so absurd that they can't even be triggered anymore. <laughs> and then it just kind of pops through and then they're on the other side of that and they yeah. come back really to just neutral. Yep. That's cool. And it's the same thing, right? Like you're, you were like, Hey, I don't think we should have fucking questions. I hate the questions. And I'm like, well, okay, that's clearly not here. Our question, our Q and is great. And it's, it's happening and it's all of that. But then, right. Then it's like, Oh yeah. But if we, if we, as we scale, we won't be able to do it anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. And then in those settings, this is actually what would happen in those settings. So the, the, there would be more, B would spend more time in our other containers Mm, because right now, right. It's, it's a little bit more open. Yes. But as that scales, it's the, the Q and A isn't sustainable or helpful. No. So B would just transmit the whole time. Yep. And then, and would essentially just read into people's questions just as a group and then just take the ones that are, that are most on top yeah. rather than having to go through the essentially just the people who type quickest you <laughs> right, know? Like right instead of going in through that order then it's okay let's just take the top priorities of things to speak into yep. that people are curious about yeah um and then b would essentially just move into soul line patriots more so there'd yep. be more q a there because yep. right now we just kind of like we hold the space and it's a little bit more open yeah uh, but b would move into there maybe like yep. once a month or something yes. there'd be more there'd be more direct q a there that feels way better to me. Yeah. And that's where things are. That's where things are going almost mm-hmm. inevitably. But for right now, it's really dialed. It still feels really good. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Right? Mm-hmm. Things can change quickly, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My throat's closing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get something and you're like, so oh. next channel, like, there's no Q&A, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how I get yeah, yeah. extreme in every sense. Yeah. 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 
I know. And I do feel like we have a really dialed, um, whatever, channel link group. I almost called them intuitive truthers. They're the, the blue, the blue tier. Gold tier. Gold tier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck all the colors, all the names. Channel night. I know. Just channel night in a nutshell. I mean, I feel yeah. like we have a really dialed group, so it's not, it doesn't feel like, you know, the, the one where you always roll your eyes. We always talk about that. I don't feel sure. that, but I do feel this like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just my restlessness with wanting to scale quicker and knowing that like we can't keep doing this. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And like recognizing too, like it's a lot of energy to hold. Like even in conversation in line with people, I'm fucking holding the field that I hold for one-on-one clients. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I feel myself getting taken out. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. What am I? Because it's how I be. It's so fucking natural. Mm -hmm. But it does not feel good to get fucking slimed. Yeah. So I'm like learning new, new edges of my own, what I'm willing to do and not willing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause I can feel the space I hold too during channel nights. Like there's so much coming in. There's mm-hmm. so much information. There's so much like that needs to move and like go this way and like go around that way and like go up and go yeah. out and like yeah. reorient. There's like so much fucking happening. Yeah. So it's just recognition of that. I think within myself and like where I want to do those things and where I don't want to do those things. Hmm. Cause in line, I don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With strangers. It's really fucking hard because we meet so many people, no matter where we go. I mean, even, even at like the coffee shop, like people just tell us things. They just tell us in the line at the drive through window at the coffee shop. People just tell us their fucking life story. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know it doesn't happen. I kn- they're not just blabbermouths. Like there's something, there's something there that they just suddenly feel this burst of inspiration to share whatever they're fucking sharing. Mm-hmm. And I listen so intently. Like I remember everything. I have a fucking elephant memory. You know, remember it was like when we were staying at my mom's and the we ordered, we went and like got subs at the local sub shop and I felt like the girl was fake. I was like, oh, she was just so nice to the guy in front of us. Why was she so rude to us? Like, why is she so fucking fake? And you were like, no, she's actually being real with us. She's miserable. She put yeah. on her fake smile for him and we're getting yeah, the real version yeah, of her. Yeah, it was funny. And I was like, oh, it was like such a brain scramble. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. My throat's closing. Yeah, I don't know that there's uh, I don't know that there's anything to do about it or anything to change about it. You know what I mean? No, I just get pissed. I get pissed at myself for holding that much goddamn space for people. Because it feels like a violation. It feels like they just shat in my face. <laughs> <laughs> God. It does. It does not feel good. 
like and and we have a serious problem in this fucking country where people can't shut the fuck up and be fucking still yeah the woman i sat next to was like we exchanged very little but there was so much resonance mm-hmm. she like tapped my leg and i patted her shoulder and we had this like cute kind of exchange and i mean she's born in 1947 obviously have 47 tattooed on my wrist she's like oh that was the year i was born i said she's like what does that mean for you i said i don't know but i it always means something i always meet somebody or like i see it everywhere i'm like yeah that's how we met yeah but i mean the reason why i say that there's nothing to do like it's not like to like put up fucking boundaries and shit you know oh, what i mean oh i know like it's the just reason why experience. i say that i know but the reason why i'm saying that is because like i really think those experiences are helpful like i think it's helpful for you to be able to see like the space that you hold in it just by being you right just like I we're know. standing in line and all of that like i think that's it's more helpful than it is harmful yeah it's i i agree that it's helpful to see but man i don't fucking like it yeah well you don't like holding space for people where it's not there yeah or where there's nothing it's, it's to not do, gonna or do nothing it's to not gonna do anything yeah. yeah it does nothing it's just yes. people feel that there's space for them and then it's like word vomit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's it's so strange yeah it's like there's no recollection of even like what they're saying It's just rapid fire because I, I don't know that people feel that space very often. So when they feel it, they want to fill it with everything they have to say because they know that they'll be received. There's something in them that's like, oh, my God, I can say all these things to these people and they're going to get it. Yes. And we do no matter what. Like the girl at the fucking coffee shop talking about Star Wars or whatever. I didn't know what the fuck she was saying, but I was tracking it. I was getting it. I knew exactly what she and was And you saying. knew exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Clone Wars. <laughs> Long series. Basically the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not I'm not looking, I guess, to res- for you to resolve my <laughs> my problem. I don't know I don't that I ha- like have a problem. Your problem. It's just interesting. I'm just noticing it, I guess. And it's it's same. Yeah, it goes with my same fieriness of when we were camping and I was like, I just want people to thank us for this fucking work we do on the goddamn planet. And like, obviously, who's going to the toothless man at the fucking convenience store in a town of 200 is going to say, hey, Miriam, I just wanted to thank you for doing your work that you're doing here. Yeah, like I did a video on Instagram the other day. I was like, it's like a fucking thankless job. It really, it's, I imagine it's being like a mom and you're raising this kid and the kid never fucking says thank you. And you're raising a good human on this planet and you know, that's what you're doing and you're going to keep doing it and nothing is going to stop you. And that no, no matter what. And it's kind of how this feels like, like anchoring intuition here on the planet as a primary decision-making force only using your intuitive knowing and your own access, anchoring more of your body into your soul like who's saying thank you? I mean, mm-hmm. other than our people that are in our orbit. Mm-hmm. But how would anybody even fucking know? Yeah. Well, one, I think it's a timing thing, right? Yeah. 
how far ahead can we possibly be? Not that far. Right. I mean, it feels like fucking light years when I know, I know, but it's really not just the, the, the pace that we fucking went into this is kind of ridiculous. Like we basically only did R and D of our work for the past like four years. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. Oh, a hundred percent. Circumstance after circumstance after unknown, like uncertainty, 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 move, do this, lose everything, move here, do this. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the experience and making sense of it. I guess I was thinking about all the docs and all the stuff that's come through and all the oh, questions I asked. Like, I asked like a hundred questions a day. Well, that and the lived experience of yes, having yes. to make sense of this and trust it even still. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a whole other element of it. And then losing everything and having people think we're crazy and people are, you know, they have their own opinions of what they think we should be doing and blah, 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 and how much water we should have and how much toilet paper we should have. But like when you have access and you're not getting the guidance to do any of that shit, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It's the same thing with the gasoline right now. People are fucking hoarding gasoline. Like, what? For what? For what? You're the epitome of living in the first paradigm. Fuck off. Fuck off with your hoarding. That is not helping the whole. You're feeding in to the fear frenzy that just feeds off of you. Congratulations. You're still food for the dark agenda. Every time you participate in one of those fucking fear-mongering headlines... You continue yeah. to perpetuate it. I know. Sometimes I think that the shortages literally don't even exist. Uh, totally. Just, you know, because you can just say there's going to be a shortage of anything and then there's going to be a shortage when people freak the fuck out yes. and buy it all. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's how I felt with fucking snowstorms in New England, working at the grocery store. Everyone would be, there's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. We need to stock oh, up. We need yeah, to. Yeah. And then the storm would be like two inches. Yeah. It's like, of course we fucking, our shelves were empty because we all said that our shelves were going to be empty. Yeah. We all, everyone went into panic and bought like four loaves of bread. Yeah. Congrats. You manifested it. <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas. We, that's why we've got to trust our own feed. We've got to trust our own intuitive knowing because a body can be manipulated clearly, mm-hmm. clearly. We see that everywhere we go, but yeah. soul cannot. And when you're anchored in your soul knowing, which is the R&D we've been doing for the last four plus years. Yeah. Nothing shakes that. And we get presented with circumstance after circumstance that you would think would shake our foundation. And it fucking doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. maybe there's a rattle and a rumble and it's like, where the fuck are we going to live next? I don't fucking know. Whatever. It'll come in when it's time. Until then, be here. Be with what's actually here. Yeah. Sit your ass down and look out the fucking window at the goddamn birds and the squirrel. Their squirrel is getting smarter. He climbed on, now he knows that he can sit on top of the bird feeder on the cap of it. He was, mm-hmm. he was all wrapped around it this morning. Wow. So he's getting a little more that's courageous great. and brave. But when that's all there is here to do, then trust it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Yeah, I I agree. I wasn't saying yeah as in I disagree. Just 
it's just so fucking uncomfortable. But I mean, so much of what I do is I just sit with really, really intense existential questions, like really intense. I'm like, okay, cool. So maybe the thing we're following isn't real at all. What would that mean? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go away. It's not like I'm trying to even do it. It just like rolls through. Yeah. And it's inner solidity. That's what that's giving it you. inner solidity. Yeah. Because it's yeah. the same question. So when that woman that actually asked, I liked her question, the one, the Uber driver, she said that no matter how long her ride is that she gives people, she tells them about Scott McKay, mm-hmm. whether it's a five minute ride or a 45 minute ride, she's talking about Scott McKay. And she's like, I know what I say to them afterwards. Um, you know, cause some, you know, they say they don't believe me and she's like, yeah. but what would you say? And he said, well, can you afford not to, can you afford to be wrong? Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel about intuition OS. That's how I feel about the second paradigm. Mm-hmm. Can I afford to be wrong? And no, the answer is no, I cannot afford to be wrong. And we're not. All evidence points to this is a much smoother path. And it's so much more in sync with with truth and with the true rhythms of nature and our true the nature of our reality, what's actually fucking here. Mm-hmm. And it is so much slower. We're not busy, busy, busy. That is not that is not the jam here. The, the busy, busy, busy is congratulations. You've entered the rat race and you're a part of the purse paradigm and you're, you're, it's the same mechanism. You're, you're, you're food, your hamster food for your whatever, your reptilian food. You're just perpetuating the same system here. But when you settle back and you disconnect from all the bullshit, you're not participating. You are not food. There is no dark agenda feeding off of me. Thank you very much. That is not fucking happening. True. And it's not because I, I manifesting a new reality and I'm in 5D or whatever the fuck. Or because you create some like golden bubbles. No, it's not because I created golden bubbles or any sort of bubble. It's just the truth. Yeah, it's just what happens when you trust yourself. Over and 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 over again. In spite of everything. Yes. Losing everything, losing everyone, losing, losing money, losing a house, losing whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. No. And when you lose, it's, it's, it, it, it's meaningless too. When you lose it all, it's like, oh wait, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. You always think it's worse than it actually is. And you're like, oh, okay, well. And that fear is, it's, it's controlling your decision making. Yeah. I mean, the reason why we go into so many uncomfortable situations and circumstances that, that we didn't get to from our own decisions necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like we try to get into those scenarios or we try to get into uncomfortable circumstances. Like they just kind of roll in and it's like, man, this is really uncomfortable. But the reason why we are presented with those things is so we can see that yeah. that the things that we're afraid of, one, are controlling our decisions yes. and two, don't need to because right. the thing that we're afraid of isn't actually real or it's not as bad as we think it is or yep. whatever. Yep. And we we're so much more, we're so much more capable of being with intensity and dog shit circumstances yeah. than we think. Yeah. Yeah. We do this like weird little shuffle where we like try to avoid them. Yeah. But we're being with the intensity anyway. And we're also doing stuff. 
You know what I mean? Like it's where we double work. Mm. We're still being with all the intensity, but like we're also distracting ourselves with a bunch of other yes. shit. You know what I mean? It's still just as intense as if you're just sitting there. Yes. Like it's we're just making it worse. Yeah, that's true. It feels like it, it, you end up like a, a long prolonging it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Because it's just it, kind of confusing. It pops a lot sooner when you just let it roll through and just whatever. It's like okay, this is gonna take however long it takes. I'm just gonna be with it. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like it takes longer and you end up making shitty, stupid decisions when in the busyness of like trying to distract yourself from the intensity because the intensity is still there and running. But then you're making all these like weird detour decisions Yes. to try to patch up the intensity because like, oh, maybe this will be the thing that'll that'll help my intensity go away. Yes. And we can feel excited about finding the thing that's going to relieve our intensity, but it never does. Right. So even those momentary like excitement waves that we feel like, Oh my God, I found the thing. Like even that's mm-hmm. really, really momentary. Yeah. And then we come right back to the same tension, but often it's even worse. Cause then we're like kind of depressed and hopeless about the tension. Right. You know? <laughs> and that's what you spend your time being in and dissecting and asking questions about so you can help other people. What despair and hopelessness. Yeah. Yeah. Often, often. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Totally. I, I, I've built up a ridiculous capacity for despair and hopelessness because I end up asking all the fucking questions. I felt like super hopelessness and despair the other night. And David was like, oh, this is how I wake up. This is how I feel every morning. I was like, every morning you feel like this? This is awful. Yeah, I was like, yeah, to a degree. I was like, oh, my God. I don't usually feel hopelessness and despair. But you know what? This is actually what I was thinking when I was outside because we were listening to that Gene Decode episode. He's talking about why he doesn't channel and because it's hard to be with it and all of that stuff. Or it's hard to sort. Yeah. Sort the words. Your emotions can kind of change words and like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And I was sitting outside and, you know, I mean, we've seen channels that are just the biggest complainers on earth. And they use it to play the victim and all of that. And I think from that, I kind of like... I kind of just brushed that off really hard. I was like, fuck you. Like, I feel so much better after I channel. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But the the, to- the total experience of being a channel is pretty, There, there's elements that are really fucking hard. Really fucking yeah. hard. But you don't the, make that your primary identity. You don't, don't even talk it about identity. it. You don't I even... don't talk about it. So I don't even think about it. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is I'm just kind of thinking about it and being with it. Like, there are elements that are really difficult because the emotions that run through and the energy that runs through like the things that I end up being with to be able to articulate yep. are fucking brutal. Yep. Jeez, so brutal. And it, it was never really like that before. Before I was a channel, I, I didn't, I don't think I was with such big things. I certainly didn't feel it to the extent that I do now and unpack it and understand it. Mm-hmm. And like, it kind of rolls through really, really slowly. And I like the, there, I'm kind of observing myself be miserable in a very specific way or like Mm. observing myself like in this very specific tension like what the fuck is this this doesn't make sense this isn't what i'm used to like there's these like slight variants of things that kind of end up coming through but it i don't know just like through the experience though i've I've only gotten more grounded more steady more solid and i think i'm learning the experience of like oh like the the tension's really useful like just if you can be with the tension then like you're kind of free. Yeah. Like that's what everyone's running from is the yeah. tension. Yeah. We're running from the, well, the intensity. You, you end up articulating that so well for people too. Yeah. But I can only articulate it once I felt it. So it's like, God, God, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. But the, the broad context, like I, I have to learn through experience. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny. I know there's like this like, oh, it's easy for David. And it like is. And then there's also these layers to it. Yeah. Um, It's easy in that I've gotten good at it. I've gotten good at settling back into ridiculous amounts of intensity. Ridiculous amounts of intensity. And you don't complain. Yeah, because I've gotten used. I've gotten used to like just letting it roll through. But it 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 hurts. It's really intense when it's rolling through. That is true. I see it firsthand. <laughs> yeah, but I learn a lot, and it was pops, and it always kind of rolls through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a fucking it. Oh gosh. Yeah. So obvious. <laughs> always. Once it's done, yeah. But then it's like it's kind of forever with us. Yeah. The, the like knowledge and wisdom and understanding and all of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's cool. Even when you were feeling like crap the other night or whatever, and you were like, I was like, Oh yeah, this is just hopelessness and despair. Like, yeah. I feel it all the time. You know, and you're like, you do. I was like, yeah, you're totally fine. It was cool. It was cool watching myself map what you were feeling. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is just this. And this is just this. And this is just this. And you were like, Oh, I know you were helped me. You helped resolve it so fast. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was now. I don't remember what it was either. Oh, funny. I don't remember what it was either. But it just, it just slots. Like everything just slots and makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, just my role. It's it's just kind of what I do. I know you're so fucking good at it. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's so weird all the time being with like, why do I channel and we don't help people to channel, you know, or like all of those things. Mm -hmm. It's no. like, I don't know. Like this people is just people can't fucking channel. You know why? Because we fucking we saw it with the goddamn questions at that event. Yeah. That's why yeah. people are not fucking channeling. They aren't even settled back into their own peace. They aren't even connected to divinity. They True. aren't clear. They're in their soup. They're in a fucking swamp of a mess. Up to they can't tell their fucking asshole from their elbows. They don't know who the fuck they are. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing here. They're looking to Scott McKay to give them direction to how to live their life. They don't have a fucking clue. Those people channeling, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear their messages. I don't want to hear anything they fucking have to say. I hardly wanted to hear their fucking questions. Yeah. Yeah, but that's I mean, why I, we don't teach channeling. It's, yeah, we don't because the I could imagine a channel coming through our work and their channel stabilizing and all of those things. But the the vast majority of people just aren't channels. It's just not it's not what they're here to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like. I fully agree with that because the thing that we help people to do is to settle into their soul's essence and truth and essentially to find their own unique life path. Like the thing they came here to bring to the world. Yes. And very often that's, that has nothing to do with trans channeling. No. You know what I mean? No. But when I look at my life and I I reflect about this, like every once in a while, and I look at like the, the sequence of events that led to my channel opening, you know, like my mom dying and like this huge kind of like disassociation and like just fucking just so much like ripped through really quickly. And I took these like really big leaps and learned a shit ton of about business and da 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 and the spiritual community and like went through this huge arc and even being raised as a Jehovah's Witness and like having that bottom out. Like I look at the trajectory and I'm like, I was so well prepared for this my entire fucking oh, life. Oh, yeah so well prepared for this like it is the it is the sole thing that i've been driving toward my entire life yeah like it's just where things were going yeah i mean even with your ability to write music and it's all the same mechanism for sure yeah so i I trace back all the dots but i but when i'm with people i don't i don't trace those dots for them 
You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't see those same dots. It's not like, oh yeah, like you're the whole point of your existence was to like build a body of knowledge so that you can articulate energy and trans no, trans channel people for people and all of that. Their own unique expression. Yes. And there are channels because I think I think anyone could channel if they wanted to channel. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the there has to be a larger orchestration to it. We're not just all fucking channels. That doesn't, make, doesn't any make any sense. Any sense. But we're, there has to be a larger orchestration to it. There has to be essentially a, an opening and a like orchestrated circumstance for a very specific being within the oversoul to like, to deliver information in a very specific way in a very specific time that your life path gears you up for, you know, like the, like light has to orchestrate it. And when it does, it's just really obvious. Yeah. It's not something that we can seek out and find. Right. Because when we seek out and find things like that, or like just any other spiritual practice, yeah, the thing we end up with is like either just, it's just kind of hollow and we're like, oh, this didn't really work. I didn't find what I was looking for. Yeah. Or we just call in darkness and start working with some I know. bullshit. I know. Some bullshit. Because there's plenty of beings and mm-hmm. etheric intelligences that'll fuck with people. Plenty. Of course. Plenty. They're like, oh, you want to you want to channel instead of doing your life's work in the world? Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Happy to help. Happy to help you not live in your life's true essence. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know who this is or what I'm even talking about, but <laughs> here mm-hmm. we go again. Here she goes. Well, I imagine people that like when you're seeking something out, first of all, yep. not going to happen. It's not the way it works. Yeah. Um, True. and the like the like wanting to be a trance channel oh, I totally lost the thread maybe I was going to be too offensive they took, oh, that's all right. they took the thread away you know what it reminds me of though is Ecclesiastes <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous I was read like my fucking journal just with more these and those hath thou hath not um there's this piece about religion, which I thought was really interesting. It was like, he's essentially like, you'll, everything's hollow and everything's vanity. And he's like, you, you chase things, chase money and chase all the things. He's like, I've, I've chased everything. I've had the opportunity to chase everything. He was a king. He was rich. He's like, I've, I've had basically everything. Nothing really brings fulfillment on its own. And he's like, that's one of the, that's one of the hardest things about life. And he's like, good people die just like the same way bad people die and plenty of bad people are like exalted and lifted on high and you know, like praised after their death. He's like, there's, there's not really much. He was the, the reason why I said one in a thousand is he was like the, he's like, I've, I've searched a thousand men and only found one that was righteous. And he's like, and, and, and in that there was no woman I found that was righteous. He was like, there's just, there was just one person out of like, you know, out of a thousand that I found that was, that was even some semblance of righteous and true. One of the things he said about religion, this is what related, was he was like, even when people chase religion, you'll still find it's hollow in its ceremony and hollow in all of those things. If you if you approach it from the same level of seeking you did with as everything else, yeah, it's like you can't just jump from from wealth and women and fame and all of that to religion and then expect to find something there yeah. because you won't find anything. Yeah, like all you'll find is that same hollow feeling of like, oh, it's not here either. It's that same seeking mechanism and all it does is lead you back to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And having to trust yourself. It's very true. And having to realize like, oh, this person didn't have the answer for me. Yeah. Because they don't. Yeah. 
because there, you can go to the smartest person on the planet of like and ask him or her, how do I escape these circumstances? And they could give the most brilliant answer ever, mm-hmm. but it's not it. Right. Because the circumstances don't need escaping from. Right. And once you kind of realize that and you're able to settle back into the circumstances, then you can see the divine wisdom mm-hmm. already interwoven into the circumstances, yep. into the pain, into the misery, into the discomfort, into yep. the... Because even the discomfort, it's like, it's it's either because we want to do something that isn't there and we think we have to, or mm-hmm. because we're like, we're doing something that feels really uncomfortable, you know, like, like either direction, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter whether we're doing something or not doing something. If it's, if it's in deep alignment and it's different than what we think we should be doing or not doing, like it's going to hurt. But like that discomfort is the process of us learning. Yeah. Let's say it's how it happens. Hmm. So even the answers from religion for how to escape our circumstances, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Useful. Mm -mm. And I think that's the thing that was like articulated there. Yeah. But it's cool for me, this is a little bit unrelated, but it's cool looking to the Bible and finding our teachings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, this shit's like really old. Yeah. People have been doing this for a really long time. Like, yeah. like there are people who have figured this out before. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten muddled. Yeah. It's gotten muddled for control, for fame, for wealth, for, yeah. for all of it. Yeah. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I don't feel that happening with the second paradigm. This work is not going to get muddled. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, even in the subtle ways. Even in like the questions that we could ask to get more eyes, even in the posts we could post and the blogs we could write and the, you know, the podcasts we could go beyond like. There's so many things we could manufacture that would get this work out further, faster. Yeah. But it's, man, it's, it's, and it's hard not to do them when I see it so clearly. Yeah. And when it's so easy. I know. And even just feeling into the subtleties of like meeting people in line and sharing however much is there to actually yeah. share. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And the, the 73-year-old woman that I sat next to, she asked me, she gave me her phone and I typed in my name and phone number and email and she's like "Ooh, hello at the second paradigm i like that Mm -hmm. she's like what do you guys do i was like well we help people to trust their intuition she's like i am just surrounded by coaches this is great it's like oh my god this is amazing she's a very lovely woman she texted me today actually yeah yeah she's a good egg Yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's cool to like have those little experiences. They just stick. Yeah. They feel, they feel longer lasting and true and. Yeah, I just loved how little words were exchanged and how much resonance was still there. Yeah. And the guy that was sitting on next to you, he was so bright. Oh my God. Yeah. He was so like calm and grounded and he was like, yeah, I'm just eager to like get involved. And he's like, I'm on the telegram, but I don't say anything. And we were like, oh yeah, we don't either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we kind of had like a little laugh about it and we saw him on the way out and he was just bright. 
Yeah, you know what I think what was there at that event was like this sense of like there are people you could get to the secondparadigm.com, get to this work, help them, but it's not it. Right. It's not the right time. Mm-mm. It was like, here's the people that you could hold space for. Yeah. Right. Here's the people who's, who you can help them sort through. They're like crazy experiences. They're mm-hmm. like, they're just like otherworldly spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, here's the stuff that you could be doing right now, but can you feel that it's not it? Mm-hmm. And like, here's the things you could be transmitting like to me, like here's all the things you could be transmitting and you can get people to this work really quickly, mm-hmm. but it's not it. I know. You know what I mean? Like there's this, there's this feeling whenever I recognize the things that I'm leaving on the table mm-hmm. and how often I leave things on the table. There's like, there's this, it's not like, it's not like self-righteousness. It's not like egoic. It's not, I can't even find the right word for it. It's just, it's like more reassuring than anything. Mm. Like when I look at all the things that I'm leaving on the table, I'm like, oh, that's because that's not worth it. Why? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's a little windows into the larger orchestration. It's like, well, if this is the thing that I'm leaving on the table, yeah. like why is this ideal? Mm-hmm. Why is it ideal for us to leave money and people in a larger audience like rapidly why is it ideal to leave those things on the table in those moments like why is there such a strong push against that it's because there's something even more important here yeah and then there's there's this like there's this recognition of the bigness and the purity and of all of it right that that kind of comes through in those moments it's like man we could have blown this up 10 times over we could have made this huge 10 times over but it wouldn't be what it is we wouldn't have brought through what we have we wouldn't be who we are there's an embodiment that's really important for us to be able to land in there's a purity in the work that's really important to be able to preserve there's a precision in the structures and how they grow there's you know like it's it's all of those things and yep there's just something really cool about like walking in the ideal and watching it unfold and going yep yep that was ideal like there's Mm -hmm. there's no better way that that could have happened totally totally Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's what I'm talking about. Like the cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not muddled. There isn't anyone in the second paradigm or has come across the work by accident. Like, it, or like even by <laughs> marketing manipulation. Cause we don't do that. Like yeah. there's no, there's just none of that. Yeah. It keeps the field really clean. And it was interesting too, because someone asked if we taught classes and I was like, no, (laughs) I'm just like, and then I had the thought, I was like, wait, should we be teaching? I was like, no, fuck off. I don't want to teach classes. Mm. No, I don't even know what that means. I know. I don't know what that means either, Mm. but I'm a no. At least in this moment. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what a class would be and no. Yeah. Like you you already have to be operating from this place intuitively in order to even understand what the fuck we're saying. Yeah, I mean in the past when people have come for the answers to their problems, they've uh they've never found them. No. Mm-mm. You got to really understand what we're doing. Yeah. You got to understand that we're settling back into peace and we're trusting ourselves 
and that the feeling of wanting to get somewhere isn't real. Like get right. where? Mm-hmm. For for what? Yeah. To get out of your circumstances. Yeah. To fulfill some adolescent desires that you absolutely already know in this moment won't make you any more happier or fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Like is that the is that the reason? To like to try to push off a little bit of that tension from not feeling secure and safe or loved or whatever that may be. Like, is that, is mm-hmm. that really it? Because more than likely that tension is going to continue to be there. Yeah. Like what's really here in all of that? What's yeah. really here in that tension? What, do you, what are you avoiding here? Like what's, what's really real about these circumstances yes. right here, right now? Yes. It's like, oh. I gotta go by. <laughs> yeah. I don't like David and Miriam. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I love what we do. Yeah, me too. Wow, that morning dove really did figure it out. Right? That is really impressive. I know. She so we have did... this bird feeder, but like the lip is only like, it's only like a couple inches wide, so the bigger birds can't really sit on it. But this morning dove is turned sideways completely, uh-huh. is standing on one leg in the bird feeder, and is pressed up really tightly into it, so it, it kind of found a way to... Yeah, Sit there. it took her a long time, but she figured it out today. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. impressive. And now probably all the morning doves will get it. That's just how it works, right? Yeah, hundredth morning dove. Yeah, it's the hundredth morning dove. <laughs> all morning doves around the world now are getting the the download for how to for get how to on overcome. the Amazon Prime. This, yes, yes. <laughs> this particular <laughs> this particular bird feeder, this bougie ass bird feeder. That's really funny. Yeah. yeah, you got a glass one, not a plastic one, right? So, yeah. so there was no leaching of plastics into the animals. Yeah, and I got organic, <laughs> organic bird seed. I know, non-GMO. It still says not for human consumption. That kind of, I was like, why? You know, I don't know. What's so bad about this? What did you do to Probably these? Probably nothing. But ideally, you would want it to say so for human consumption. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. Probably it's, nothing. Yeah, it's fine. Just conspiracy and everything. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. guys. You can still ask your questions at Channel Night. Oh, you're fine, sweet numbers. I know. I'm insecure about it because I really felt passionate. Well, because you push past the triggers and you do all the things, right? And then, and then you're like, wait, is it okay that I did that trigger people? I know. Well, I just say it. And yeah. then I feel like there's cleanup after. You know? There's cleanup after? For me, internally, I'm like, oh, God, I probably should have been more gentle, more kind, more compassionate. People really get vulnerable at channel night and ask questions. And <sighs> You're just going to stand in it harder. I know. And now they're just going to be afraid. It's the exact opposite direction. Miriam's You're going to go even more judging firm. Them. Even more firm to say them even more often. So, so <laughs> be like, yeah, I fucking hate your questions and I am judging you. Stop asking them. Check in. Use your own, use your own channel. Let's have a silent channel night. Let's see if no one asks questions and everyone asks the question in the field and see if they get their answer. Cause I guarantee you, you fucking will because the answer is always the same. It's to trust yourself and to, to trust what you're getting. Yeah. So that's me standing in it firmer. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Feels better. Yeah, I. The other version of me was totally shrinking down. Yeah, you like disappear. I know. Like go hide in a hole. Mm Mm-hmm. Any 
pop up like whack-a-mole. <laughs> One more thing. I'm going to stay down here for a little bit. <laughs> no, it's good, sweet embers. Your, your truth always makes sense in tracks. I see what you're doing. I know. It just kind of comes flying out and I just got to go with yeah. it. I mean, it's not like you can be any different. I don't want to be. Yeah. Even if you did. I don't think yeah. you could be. I know. Right. So God's like, no. Just go for it. No, Miriam. This is how you were made. To, it's true. To be the extremist edge pusher. Well, it's the same thing as, as baby Trump Chippendale, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God, did I dance too hard today? You know, it's oh. like the same shit. It's like harder than everyone else, <laughs> but like <laughs> good. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like all, all you do is you move the field in a very specific direction. You take things in a very specific direction. It feels so true in my, in my whole being. It's like needs to be said, needs to be spoken, needs to be pushed, needs to be moved, needs to be plowed. Needs to be turned over, needs to be burned, needs to be, yeah, whatever the, yeah, however it comes through. <sighs> yeah, I feel better now. Yeah, because I mean, even with, even with channel lights and all of that, like bees only ever articulating things that are already there and accessible, right? Yeah, always. But it's like, I, I do think having it externally validated is helpful very helpful not yes. even and not from an authority figure just in general yes having anyone go like oh yeah i'm getting the same thing or even more spectacularly to tell you what you are already getting without yeah. you saying anything those are yeah. the ones that people remember the most yeah it just i know the cheese hits. puffs it hits because then it's like oh shit i just had an experience of my soul being valid and true mm-hmm. that that integrates and lands something yep. just in and of itself But yeah, it's not that like bees are Lord and Savior. No. You know? No. Just an external perspective on things. Yeah. Checking in. Yeah. And I do feel, I mean, I don't know. I'm feeling this like protectiveness of like maybe, I don't know if it's warranted or not, but it's like, no, those like private one on one questions get to be asked in a completely different setting. Like, I feel like baby Trump, like I want you to have security. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty remarkable for fucking 20 bucks a month. You can interface with a galactic intelligence and have your problems resolved. Like that's like a poor fucking business plan. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Yeah resolve to some degree yeah there is resolve in it when you're when you're actually trusting yourself anyway there's resolve from that aspect but there's maybe not resolve for people that just want to i don't know they're not even around anymore but the people that want to fight it oh there was never resolve for them Mm -mm. it just made it worse yeah which was the point right right yeah, when people, always, I mean, people came for various reasons, but when they wanted to, like, get something, what they got was more attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 
Yeah, totally. Which makes sense. Certainly. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling like... What? Like you don't want questions at our June channel? Like that's the... Eh, I don't I don't feel so attached to it like that. Yeah. I think I'm probably just feeling what's coming. Yeah. Because as we continue to grow and scale and have more eyes, like there will not be questions. No. So buckle up, no. people. <laughs> if you're in the channel nights and you're able to ask questions, you're fucking lucky. But it's same, same. Like with all of our groups, with everything, like the every tier is a different container in its entirety. It's true. In its complete entirety. And when I was going to say when the containers get smaller, which is true to a degree, but like there's always this sense of like, there's a, there's a self selection and we leave things really open and it just kind of like on the surface, it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, you get like another call. Like that's kind of cool, but it's totally fucking different mm -hmm. because every container as what happens in any container is the, Every single person in that group is essentially compiled into this larger intelligence. And that larger intelligence is like, it's like B divinity scanning through this larger collective intelligence of that particular container at that particular time. And the things come through at a very specific time for mm -hmm. a very specific group of people, depending on what the evolutionary edge, edge is of those people. So they're, they're kind of bunched down into like, okay, cool. You're at this phase of life. You're at this phase of life. You're doing this. You're doing this, mm -hmm. which is why the, the intuition on the piece of someone who's looking at the tears, you know, like it's, it's never been about like the details. It's never been about anything. It's like, yo, check in, trust yourself where you're supposed to be because mm -hmm. every container is very different. Yeah. Like the, there's that and there's also the like the videos you're speaking to much more people so they're often much more broad mm -hmm. right and as you are getting into smaller and smaller groups it gets more and more individual and often it's also more potent because it's pressing a little bit harder yep. like it's the it's a deeper layer into our work too yeah yeah i feel that but yeah, I mean the way that our the way that our business right now is structured is like the the tiers are highly scalable, but they have to adapt and they will adapt. Mhm. Mm I know. I get this like angsty stinger about me in this space. Yeah. Well, it's good. <laughs> I'm glad you see it that way. It's always refining and helpful. I haven't thought about this. I know. We haven't t talked about it. Not at all. But yeah, I mean, that's what you do. You help drive things. Foot on the gas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're driving to a spot that's not on the map. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> my fucking job deal with it a four-wheel drive baby that's where we have <sighs> i just finished drawing the map from the last place we drove to you're like yeah so what a great time to go somewhere else <laughs> you're like i just finished that last mountain range like but my eyes are bloodshot i need a moment and you're like no you don't <laughs> <laughs>
Made up. <laughs> Here's some visine. <laughs> Here's another pen. Here's a new pen. You can snooze for 10 minutes and yeah, you, we haven't missed anything. We're still in the same mountain range, but there's All more coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do feel the bigness of the second paradigm and what it wants to be. And I do I feel do that it's, it's like, it's whatever phase two, phase three, phase four, I don't know how far out it is, but it's further out than where we were at, at Scott's event. Like it's not, it wasn't there. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it's just weird and annoying and yeah. I, I want it to be further than it is. And yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, where's the fucking space for this? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like the, the places I feel the space to even talk about the second paradigm are like in with the, the, the older woman. But she's already settled into her peace. She's good. You know, like she's there. Like, mm-hmm. and there was so much room to talk about it if I wanted to, but I didn't feel called to. It just would felt nice to just sit next to her and like, just have our little side chats. Yeah. Like when she asked me who Chrissy Teigen was, because they said oh, her bands got canceled at Target. But yeah, like, so I was explaining Chrissy Teigen to her. And she's like, oh, gross. Yeah, no, I don't like her. I'm like, yeah, you don't like her. No one does. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting to see the second paradigm embodied in age. Not always, because there's definitely older people that are frenetic and have no idea, you know, and yeah. searching and seeking and filling time and talking and filling space and... But I mean, it's, it's wisdom. It's just, it is, it is embodied wisdom. It the is Ecclesiastes embodied. is, they're called one of the wisdom books. Mm. It's like, that's, you know, it's like, yeah, that's what I want to call my one-on-one mentorship is embodied wisdom. That's always yeah. been the name of it. Yeah. So it just feels awesome. like the truth of it. Cause that, that is what it is. It's this embodied wisdom. There's nowhere to get, there's nothing to do. There's a real beingness. In the present mm-hmm. moment, the silence doesn't need to be filled. You don't need to make small talk with the stranger next to you. You can just enjoy their presence. Yeah. Like you can touch them. You can smile at them. You can exchange essential oil ideas. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's just a slowness to it and a sweetness. Hmm. I'm more interested in that than like traditional networking or handing out our business card and being like oh we're david and miriam we help people trust their intuition but we're not doing that right now because we're mindlessly handing out these business cards to you that is completely misaligned yeah right it's like we're really fucking walking our talk with so much fucking precision and it's so fucking slow almost infuriatingly slow yeah i agree it's like how are we still this small how is our business still this small Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Is there like some fucking lock that needs to be picked? Like, is it my fault? Am I the one? I always think. I know. Same. I always think I always it's think me. That too. And then David always thinks it's not him. that I. Yeah, not that I always think that. It's you. <laughs> and da- same. And David always oh, thinks it's God. me. <laughs> no, I think the same. It's me. I know. We had that realization the other night. I was like, I think it's just my fault. And you're like, Oh, that's. I think it's my fault. No, we've <laughs> talked about this. Well, we talked new. about it the other night too. Yeah. 
I was like, maybe I'm just like too protective or too fiery and you'd be better off without me. And cause you're just articulate and you can keep the peace. I was peace like, no, and- listen, honey, this is called hopelessness and despair. Let's, <laughs> I was like, let's oh. talk about this. <laughs> I was really in my shit that night. It was intense. Yeah. I also had a dream about the antichrist that I don't want to talk about at all. Yeah. That's um, fine. But I had a dream about the antichrist that same night. So I was really in my shit. <laughs> yeah. I found out who it was. Oh, Lord. You think? No. No. We'll see. I don't know. Only time will tell. We shall see. I don't know. If I'm right, I'll definitely fucking tell you. I'll show my journal entry and I'll have the timestamp and be able to be like, I was right, bitches. Um, But until then, I'll just keep it to myself, which is very rare. Very, very rare that I... See you are precise to myself, but yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is the way that it is, and yeah, I often go to making myself wrong for being so fiery and you know opinionated and pokey and you know all the things that I talk about here on the podcast. Yeah that make me me I make them wrong and then I yeah. think that that's the reason why the second paradigm hasn't hit Forbes <laughs> top 100 <laughs> I don't even know what that is <laughs> oh god it just feels so helpful you know this body of work feels so helpful it feels so helpful for so many of the people that ask questions I agree I agree and that was reflected to me too by someone they were like, yeah, it would have been really helpful if they had the second paradigm because they wouldn't be trying to take manic action to like save the children. Yeah. They would settle back and into their peace and do what's really here for them. Mm-hmm. And it probably has nothing to do with saving the children. And like entrusting that like that's taken care of and there are people doing it. And Yeah, because that's the mind fuck, right? I mean, that's that's where... I think all of this is ultimately going. It's like, okay, so this was, we got to see lots of things. You got to like a lot of intel. You got to see like the problems with things and the corruption and the evil and all of that. But yep. like now what? What do you do? Yeah. And it's like you don't you don't battle darkness with more darkness because darkness is just not doing what's here. It's not working with the larger right. orchestration. Right. So you don't just play their game better. Right. You don't try to outsmart darkness with your own flavor of darkness that is standing on some moral virtue. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be able to, to plug in to divinity. Yeah. And, and get really still. There's this yeah. stillness and this peace that is being required right now Yeah. for next evolution of humanity. It is fucking like want to, you want to talk mandatory. You want to play fucking mandatory games. It is fucking, it's not mandatory cause he, whatever <laughs> prerequisite. It, it does feel that way. There feels like this, like there's a potency in which I feel God laying a smack down of like, you need to sit your ass down. You need to shut the fuck up. You need to get really still and you need to listen. You need to only do what's here. Yeah. If you are doing anything outside of what's here, you are working with and interfacing with darkness. Stop now. Yeah. I feel like it is like, it's a smackdown. It, fe- yeah. it feels that way. Yeah. And those are the distinctions of where, I mean, where things are going with all of this, right? I mean, like you can learn about like the cabal and, and all of that, but it's like, 
what is darkness really? Because it's not just evil people doing evil things. No. That's not what darkness is. Because what is evil? <laughs> you know, like you can draw a moral line anywhere yep. and say that one side's light and one side's darkness, but there's going to be light and dark on both sides of that line every time. Yep. Unless you draw that line at divinity, plugging in, acknowledging, and listening to Essentially, the, only thing the top here. down orders from all of light and existence for the things yeah. that are the highest benefit and ideal for everyone involved, including yeah. you. Yeah. And that involves you becoming yourself here. Yeah. And yeah. that involves losing a lot of what you think this world to be is. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of people are at this, like, at least that I can feel collectively at this, like, breaking point of having to, like, lose even more friends, even more family, even more mm -hmm. connections, network, job, all of that. It feels like there's another flush of people having to, having to lose it all. Mm. There's, like, a second wave flush of, like, oh, this, this needs to go. Like, when Scott was talking about not having, any people in his life anymore like mm -hmm. only light no darkness yeah like that's it yeah. like like no 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 like like you don't get to get insert your opinion here in my life anymore mm -hmm. i know you've done it for 30 plus years you've said whatever you think about me but mm -hmm. not no more and if you're gonna fucking do it you're out mm -hmm. and i don't care mm -hmm. i don't care and and i don't care about the pain that that causes you because fuck off be with your own goddamn pain because you do not get to dictate my choices anymore. You do mm -hmm. not get to have a say. You do not get to have an opinion. Like we're done. Yeah. That's the next like flush of this that I feel coming. Mm. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I realize that like you thought I was weird because you know, I'm into flat earth or I'm anti-vax or I'm whatever yeah. the fuck, you know? Or I'm an anti-masker or I voted for Trump or whatever. I know those have been hard things for you to be with, but like this is like next level. Like I'm going this way and I don't give a fuck if you're coming or not. Yeah. I'm done giving a fuck. I've given a fuck this whole time. I'm done. Because there are like too many false connections that sit on top of like the ideal connections. Like the, the, the friendships that aren't actually there that just suck the life out of both people or suck the life out of you. And for that other person just keeps them in they that just, detour. Yeah. Just well, locked just into the bullshit. It. Yeah. Then your light becomes their food source. Fuck off. Yeah. But if everyone just went, okay, just fuck you. Yeah. Like, this isn't it. If we all did th that at the same time, then yeah. we, would, we would all reor reorient into oh like God. legitimate pockets of, it's almost like collectives within our larger collective that are divinely orchestrated and aligned mm -hmm. where it's, there's genuine synergy. And then yes. all of those collectives kind of work off of each other and with each other, you know, like yes. there's this, there's this larger interconnected web of divinity that gets mirrored here. All of this, everything runs synchronistically. Everything's like just dialed so yep. much fucking easier. Yep. Yep. But we get all weird with our feelings and shit. Yeah. We hold on to stuff. We, we get really convinced that something else is better, right? We get really mm -hmm. like self-righteous. We get really self-righteous. That's, that's the time for that word where we think that like, we think that what we have in our head about the world and about our life is true. It's just mm -hmm. not. Yeah. It 
it's just not. We learn that time and time again. It is not. Yeah. There's so much more of a greater orchestration playing out here. And mm-hmm. when you're brave enough to say fuck off to everything that is not light. Yeah. When you're brave enough to let everything orbit out and break, so much more goodness comes in. Mm-hmm. So much more alignment and precision. And it's so much slower. Yeah. But like I said today on my IGTV, I was like, I would rather have a small network of people that aren't trying to fucking change me mm-hmm. than all sorts of nonsense and drama. Yeah. Not interested. Like, get your shit sorted and then we can talk. Until then, no, no. I'm not sorting your drama for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, let it drop. Let it drop. Um, hey, I have to pee and I want to get more coffee. Do you want to keep talking or do you want to wrap up here? I don't know. Let's ask this poll the audience. All right, everyone. Text. (laughs) (laughs) Text A or B. Um, I think we're good. Yeah, I think that's it. Why? Do you have one more thing pinging around? No, I don't, actually. I do feel pretty good. Just my bladder is getting full and I want to drink some more coffee and chill and stuff. Fill it up again. Empty it and fill it. Yeah. No, I do feel pretty good. I feel like things have kind of sorted a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's good to just talk so candidly about our business and our life. Oh, it's true. I mean, I just, it, it's going to be helpful to have just all of this documented, you know? Yeah. Just all we ever. Well, and for other people that are starting businesses. I know, because this is the actual experience of it, right? Yeah. This is the fucking truth. Yeah. It's hard and you want it to go faster and it doesn't. Yeah. And then you feel pissed and you want everyone at the, you want the toothless guy at the gas station to thank you for your work in the world. You get yeah. all fucking indignant. Is that the word? I don't know. About it. I don't it. know what that means. Whatever. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. I got indignant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty good at words. You don't understand. You say them in the right context usually. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I don't even know what that means. I'm like, no, that's the right one. Yeah, I just fucking go. <laughs> let her rip. I just let her rip. But yeah, um, I just... This is what happens. This is just how it is. This is just the fucking truth. It's the goddamn truth. Yeah. And it is so fucking refreshing for the people that are ready to hear it. And the people that aren't ready to hear it, whatever. So be it. We're still going. We're not changing anything. Yeah. We're not going to suddenly shift our business to be something else that fits more into a market. Uh, that's, which, that's what's actually legitimately preparing us internally not just we figured out some tactic to make more money or to get out in front of people who aren't actually aligned for our work anyway. Like this is what actually creates stuff. Yeah. This is what it looks like. To stay steady on the path, stay true to who you know yourself to be. To be unshakably you and to build a business that's actually yours. Yes. Goes so much fucking slower. Yeah. Because you're doing shit that matters. Yeah. It's all right. I got to be. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Keep going. Keep trusting. And welcome home. Bye. Up to this grounded existence, left by soul, where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time. But in my soul, I always know I am more.